0: Shandaha rakahe he mahada dana mahakarane he de mahapaha. This at the mahapakarane he pahanananabaha karanehe terma papa hakarane he de da sadanananane. Oh raka papa, say that the mahapaha raka he mahapaha sanananehe. De he he ma papa karakehe. Father, I come to you now, Father, thanking you for another opportunity to open your word, Father. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to minister your word, Father. And to be enlightened by what you want us to know, Father. Father, we come to you right now by way of the Holy Spirit, Father. Asking the Holy Spirit to intercede into the word of God. And to your word, Father. That we may have the that, that interpretation proper. That you tell us what you want us to know, Father. Another wonderful message, another wonderful word, Father, that whatever comes from this message, enlighten, inspire, and hope, and bring forth encouragement to anyone who listens to this podcast, Father. We thank you, Father. We ask you, Father, to bring out the message and to have us interpret and understand and comprehend exactly what you want us to know, Father. Holy Spirit, I invite you into this message, Father thank you father for the opportunity thank you father for the love thank you father for the mercy father for the graciousness that you show us daily father we wake up thankful we go to bed gracious and thankful Father, that you've given us an opportunity to, one, live our lives, two, to be fruitful and multiply, no matter if it's physical multiplication or if it's some type of word multiplication, Father, that you have your way, Father, that we're submissive and we love you, therefore we do for you. You're looking for the love returned back to you that you showed love to us to begin with. And Father, we thank you for that, Father. Bless the... Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. Hope. Everyone's having a fantastic day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. No matter if we're catching you in the morning when you're waking up, stretching out, getting ready for the day, taking a shower, cleaning up, having some breakfast, having a cup of coffee to get your brain moving, and just getting ready for a day full of activities, errands, or work, or we're catching you through the midday when you're seeing some trials, tribulations, been through a few things, but seeing God bless you, God get you through some some, some trials. Either way, we're catching you during the Midday Madness, what they call it, or we're catching you at the evening time when you're done with all your errands, done with your work, done with all of that, and you're actually at home with the kids, with the family, with your, with, your, with your loved ones, and you're just calming down, slowing down, taking a shower, relaxing, and having a meal, and just winding down from a long day. However, whenever, however, whatever, we're catching you right now, you're now tuned in to the Blue Book. Presented to you by C-Rep C Rep Ministries, Seeing Restoration and Progress, hosted by your boy Blue. Get unified, Pentecost, cause He paid it. Man, guys, man, man, oh man, is times tough. Man, oh man. In the kingdom of God, guys, beloved, there is no division. Everything is unified in heaven everything is unified in the kingdom of God. Therefore there is no race, there is no religion, there is no politics. It's clear God is the Father, Jesus at His right hand, the Son, the Holy Spirit is ever moving everywhere. That is the comfort of our belief, is the Holy Spirit. That is what gives us the comfort in our belief, the Holy Spirit. There is when, you, when you're a true believer in Christianity, the real Christianity, the christ dumb Christianity, there is no old school, new school. Because the old school was done away with Jesus, walked the earth, and changed everything. Now there are stories and there are the Ten Commandments and there are other things in the Old Testament that are very important to remember and recognize, and Jesus himself said Ten Commandments still stand thing is is that he wants you to pour more love and relationship into your belief than just rules and regulations because the Ten Commandments turned into religion and that's what got all this mixed up Jesus came down against religion he didn't want you to obey the rules he wants you to love him therefore you're going to do because you love that's what the mix-up is is that we're getting too much into obedience and not enough into love and that's where the problem is lying That's where you get the vision. Then people start talking about certain details in the Bible that are different than others. Um, Different translations say different things. A lot of different things are going on that's making it tough and difficult for people to truly actually stay on the same page. But Jesus himself says, I am here. I have made the change. This is for you. Love thy God love him it didn't say be obedient to god it says love god and love your neighbor which means that if you love god nothing else matters you focus on god you love god then you love your neighbor you do right by your fellow man. people are very shady today people don't want to be that close no matter if it's on a computer or whether it's in person so what do you do you give them the distance eventually they'll come back to you you don't get pushed you don't get raven Just let them have their distance. They will eventually come back to you. God will eventually bring them back. That's just the way it works, okay? So, with all that said, you know how we do it around here. You should know how we do it around here. What's a a thing that we do all the time? That's right. We do, one second. There he goes. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life, liberty to all those who believe. Fantastic. Do that every time. So, guys, we begin with. Who loved us? Who loved us? Who opened the door to love? Who's the one who says, I love you? God. For a long time, I myself thought God was barbaric. I thought God was uncaring, unloving, and just did things out of spite. But as time has gone on, and as wisdom has taken over in my years of life, I have realized that God gives you plenty of opportunities God sees things going wrong sometimes it's beyond repentance and beyond restoration and he has to do something he did it with Adam he did it with Noah and he did it with Jesus okay he made things aware to them and everyone around I was under the impression that God just did what he wanted to do and he's barbaric and the world just does this. We must understand that the reason the earth is acting the way it is because of our, our torture and our mistreatment of the earth has making it do what it's doing. It's not God. God don't do these things. And in order for you to understand what someone is going through and their tragedies, you got to be in their life yes it's tragic and it hurts us to see and hurt see people hurt but that's not something for us to understand unless you've been through it if someone has been to the military and been to war and you've been to war at one time and you already done with that someone comes home from war and they're traumatized and they have all these types of mental issues going on you can understand that you can relate to it and you know how to talk to that person okay same thing with anything else in life whether it's drugs Alcohol or anything other vices. If you've been through it, you know how to talk to someone through it. You can relate to them, maybe not the exact same situations, but you can relate to the feelings they're going through. Same thing with Christianity, or from the Christum, the original walk of Christ, 33 A.D. when everything changed. See now, here is a here is a deal. Deal, okay? Jesus. Died when he was 33 He gave his life. 33 AD when everything changed because it was 50 days after his so he he, he rose on the third day, came back down, and he's lit he was on earth for 50 days, showing everyone he resurrected. On that 50th day, he went back up to heaven and descended the Holy Spirit. That's Pentecost okay Christians that are real Christians know that the Bible doesn't tell you everything about the walk of Jesus it just tells you what God wants you to know as meat and potatoes the education of Jesus what how Jesus walked what miracles they have recorded there is a lot about the walk today that isn't documented in the Bible. He understands what you go through. He can talk to you about certain things, but your wisdom is your wisdom. That's why every time on a blue book, I always tell you guys, there's wisdom to this. Sometimes early, never late. Wise as serpents, gentle as doves. And I go on and on with them because I want you to understand that wisdom is not necessarily in the, is so obvious in the Bible. When you read the word inside, when the Holy Spirit interprets it to you, there is can, there can be some wisdom that goes into that spiritual comprehension and interpretation. That you're like, wow, I, or you, you'll you'll deal with something in life, and that comp that that wisdom will bring you back to that scripture that told you what God or what Jesus Himself said. Very important, very important. Okay, so understand that. So. Today, we're going to be in Second Thessalonians two 16. 2 Thessalonians two sixteen. Okay, open up the Word, whether it's the Bible yourself or whether you have it on on, a, on your computer or wherever you may be. Second Thessalonians, Thessalonians, Thessalonians two sixteen. Okay, what does Second Thessalonians two sixteen mean? Well, in this verse Paul begins a benediction. In his prayer, he identifies the Lord Jesus Christ, the God our Father as having loved him, having loved him, his co-workers and his readers. It is rare that Paul placed Jesus' name before the Father's name, but the order shows that Jesus and the Father are equal in essence. Okay? Equal in essence. Okay? Authority and power. So in this letter, he places Jesus before the Father because in in this order it shows that Jesus and the Father are equal in essence. Authority and in power. Also in the Greek language, the subject is plural, but the verbs are singular. Indicating that each person named in the subject has equal value. So although he placed Jesus' name before the Father, they're all equal. The Trinity, the Godhead, three in one. Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit. Okay? Jesus the Father and the Father loved us while we were sinners, as Romans 5.8. He loved us. Loved. Life of victory eternally. He loved us as we were sinners. While we were sinners, okay, and still loves us. This is a love thing. This has got nothing to do with obedience, and and whatever it has to do with love. God is a, God is the is the absolute paramount of love, okay. So nothing can separate us from His love. Romans three, Romans eight thirty eight and thirty nine, okay. The only separation you get is your own separation. God doesn't separate from you. God distances himself from you as long as you are separating. See, sin is a separation between you and God. That's the divider, sin, okay? Separation in nature, sin, you understand? So when you have a situation that comes up where you are not on equal ground, it's because God Moves a little bit further from you, doesn't leave you, still loves you, but lets you do what you need to do. Okay? The whole saying says, I I didn't always stick with him, but he always stuck with me. He's always there. This is not an obedience thing. This is a love thing. Okay? So, what happens is, is as you separate, you're separating it. You're moving away from God. You're like, I can do this. I'm going to do, I'm on I'm purpose. I'm going to do my thing. You purpose yourself. Okay? Some people are on on accident. They don't accidentally separate themselves from God because they don't realize that God has backed off you, still loving you, but from a distance until you can get yourself together. You call on Him, He'll come back, He got you. That is love. That's not obedience. That's love. You understand? So, Nothing can separate you from God, okay? God controls everything, in the end of the day, okay? God knows, he's on top of the earth looking down, he knows what's going on, okay? In the supernatural realm of God, okay? Problem is, is we are the ones separating ourselves from God because either we believe or we don't believe, and we believe and we're purposed, we're not promised. Because we don't want the promise. We want to do our own thing. Okay? Simple as that. Okay. So, God bestowed on the Thessalonians comfort that out, outlasts his, this life and extends for eternity. And he did so because of his love. So, he showed the Thessalonians comfort. That not only are you going to have the comfort of the Lord all here on earth. But when you get to heaven, you're going to be in a whole different world, a whole different life, a whole different thing. It's going to change you for the rest of your life. The rest of your life is going to change you. Why? Because God's love is eternal. He has no hate. God loves, and He is the essence of love. We have to understand that God does not... Take go away from us. We do this separate. We social distance from God. What part of that's hard to understand? We social distance. We don't want nothing to do with him at times. We want to do our own thing. Right here when you're ready. Because yeah. he loves us. And in the end of the day, when you're done doing all your nonsense, God, I'm so sorry. Right here, I got you. He don't hold it against you. Wants you to ask forgiveness for as soon as you commit because you separated yourself. But he wants you. To ask, he wants you to ask forgiveness for the separation. Do you understand that? He wants to, you to ask for forgiveness for the separation. I'm sorry, Father. That I, I, that I, I I I did this. I did this separation. I know. Come on back. <laughs> Wonderful stuff, man. Okay. Because of his love. He also gave the Thessalonians hope for a bright future, and he imparted it by grace, his undeserved favor. You know what grace is? Grace is beautiful. Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Okay, grace. Grace is your heavenly bank account, okay? Grace is your heavenly bank account. The things you do for Christ, the things you do for your faith in God, the the helping people, the doing the right thing, the not judging people, the good deeds that you do in Jesus' name, that all gets stored up in grace in heaven. And then God just gives it back. He just boom, 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 boom. God's riches at Christ's expense. Christ paid the pot price. Pentecost, because he paid it. He paid that price. For you to have God's favor. That's why I love about Pentecost. Because he had to, to to sacrifice himself not only to pay for our sins forever and have and have redemption and restoration, but he also had to do it to be able to give you what he has. And that's the Holy Spirit. He held the Holy Spirit to himself. He had the power in himself. The God used the Holy Spirit all the time because God formed the earth and all the other things that happened. God did that with the Holy Spirit. But Jesus, one man held that Holy Spirit was able to do miraculous things. Why? Because he had the strength to do it. But in order for everyone else around him to do it, he had to give his life. And then Pentecost happened. And we got the power that Jesus had, the Holy Spirit. See? It's grace. God's riches that Christ has spent the Holy Spirit because of Jesus' death. His persecution and trials could not dim the hope, good hope God had bestowed on Paul's readers. We, we all believe in that hope. We all should believe in that hope. So, for 2 Thessalonians 2.16, this is what it says. I read of the Amplified, I live of the Amplified life. I'm a Pentecost because he paid it. You read out whatever, we'll go through some versions and see what's, what's good in the end, okay? Okay, Second Thessalonians 2, 16 says, Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and the God our Father, whom loved us and gave us everlasting constitution and encouragement and well-founded hope through his grace, unmerited favor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unmerited favor. Fantastic. Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, whom loved us and gave us everlasting consolation and encouragement and well-founded hope, through his grace, unmerited favor. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unmerited favor, okay? So, what does 2 those 2:17, the next per say? Okay, well, Paul continues to benedict the prayer in the verse. He asked the Lord Jesus Christ and God his the Father to comfort his readers' hearts. Comfort them. He had been confused about the day, the coming day of the Lord, and they were the subjects of intense persecution. Intense. Their trials were abundant. All of these situations may have caused alarm, so they needed God's strength to stabilize them. Possessing God's strength and comfort would enable the Thessalonians to live out their faith in words and deeds that honor him. His faith, his strength of God, which is the Holy Spirit. Again, it don't say it, but we know that God's power is the Holy Spirit. There it is, God possessing God's power, Holy Spirit, so possessing the Holy Spirit in, would, be, would enable the Thessalonians to live out their faith in words and deeds with honor, and that honor Him. Okay, so let's let's put it, when you say God's strength, let's put the Holy Ghost in there. Okay, so Paul continues his benediction and prayer in this verse. He asked the Lord Jesus Christ and the, the God the Father to comfort his his heart, their hearts, his hearts. They have c- confused at the day the coming day of the Lord, and they were the subjects of intense persecution. Their trials were abundant, and all of these situations might have caused harm. So they needed the Holy Spirit to stabilize them. Possessing the Holy Spirit and comfort would, uh, would enable them, Thessalonians, to live out their faith in words and deeds that honor Him. See what I'm talking about? It's the Holy Spirit, God's strength. Jesus' is strength, the Holy Spirit. Very good. Now, Christians have the power to comfort trouble with bold confidence in God to encourage one another by speaking helpful words and performing kinds of love and deeds. This is the comfort of the Holy Spirit that's in us. Okay, when the Holy Spirit encompasses you and takes over your life, guides you, leads you, and directs you, you have the power, and he gives you that the encouragement. They encourage one another by speaking helpful words, which is words of edification, and performing the kind, loving deeds, being nice, good deeds, when in, in, the, in, the, in the glory of God. In Ephesians, Paul extorted, exhorted his readers to put. Aside unwholesome speech, which is basically you don't got to be cursing; it can be anything you say that's not wholesome. It can be talking down on somebody, judging somebody, whatever the case is. Anything that's not wholesome, and employ only words that build up one another. That's in Ephesians 4:29. Okay, so we obviously know that no let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth that identified those of the years. That's what he's talking about. Also, he urged the, the Ephesians to walk in love. What I always talk: love with no expectation. Walk in peace when everyone's in tribulation. Right? Okay? And be accountable because it's contagious. I tell you that all the time in this message. Having Christ in their example, Ephesians 5 12. Pi 2. Deriving our strength and encouragement from God, we walk and walk in the way that pleases Him. So, what the words say? Second Thessalonians 2:17 Comfort and encourage your hearts and strengthen them make them steadfast and keep them unwavering in every word, good work and word. You get that? Comfort and encourage your hearts, not your brains. Your hearts, not your brains, your hearts. Okay? Comfort and encourage your hearts and strengthen them, make them steadfast, and keep them unwavering in every good work and, and word. Your hearts, he cares about you, lives in your heart. You don't live in the brain, the brain's the computer, this is where the nucleus is, this is where the life comes from, the heart. This goes or done. I know my father passed away from a heart attack, I know this. The heart is where the blood pumps, to get blood to the brain, to get blood to the legs and arms, feet and hands. The heart is the most important part brain you can be doing damage and still live so comfort and encourage your hearts and strengthen them and make them comfort and keep them keep them there okay so that's what the amplified version says Okay, so the NIV version says, "May our May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who loved us and by His grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope." American Standard Version says, "Now may our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and the God the Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and hope, through grace God, which is Christ's expense, the Holy Ghost." KJV: Now our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us. And hath given us everlasting consolation, good hope through grace. NASB, New American Standard Bible. May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who have loved, who has loved us and given us eternal comfort and hope by grace. The NLT version: May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who loved us by His grace, give give us eternal comfort and wonderful hope. And the CSB version, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who has loved us and given us eternal encouragement and good hope by grace. Okay. Now, 2 Thessalonians 2.17. NIV says, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. ESV, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. KJV comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. NASB comfort and strengthen your hearts in every good work and word. NLT comfort you, comf- comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say. CSB every encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good work and word. Okay, so let's see here. We went through the NIV version, New Century version, doesn't have one. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, the American, uh, NASB, we did that one already. The Message Bible. May Jesus himself and our Father, our God our Father, who reached out in love and surprised you with gifts of unending help and confidence. The Lexham English Bible. May Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us encourage, internal encouragement, hope, and bite. Jubilee version, now our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, who has loved us and given us eternal consolation, hope through grace. And pretty much everything else is pretty. Okay, here's one. Go. The Good News Translation says, May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who loved us in His grace and gave us unfailing courage and firm hope, gotta have firm hope. Okay, and most of it's pretty much the same stuff. Same, same stuff. the same stuff. Okay? So. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his good grace gave us eternal encouragement and hope. Okay? The thing I'm trying to get through to you on this message is who loved us. everything happens because he loved us he first loved us to get this in return okay nothing happens without God's love and if he shows this much love to his people which we are all God's people we all started off as God's people and then you get born again because Jesus you have to accept Jesus in your heart that's the condition to get to heaven is to say, yes, I believe in Jesus, which Jesus committed no crimes. He only brought good to the earth. So why people do not want to you know, believe in Jesus is beyond me. I mean, the the love of Jesus and love of God is so astronomically wonderful. I don't understand why people are like, I don't want that. I mean, God, what's it going to hurt you, man? I mean, you're that self-centered. You don't. See how God does things, and God makes things happen and move, and how God blesses you. Ninety-nine point nine percent of people say, "Yeah, God, I believe in God because God blesses." Well, this is one thing you gotta understand: there are many variations in the carnal mind of who God is. I believe in God, but my belief in God and the God that loves me. May not be the same God that you're believing in, because if you don't believe in love, peace, and accountability, love, peace, and unity, if you don't believe in that, or you want to take things and matters in your own hands, that's not the God that I serve. You got to really think about that. Does the God you serve want you to take the matters in your own hands, or does He want you to have faith in Him that He's going to handle it? what is your religion your faith say to you that's the real question does your faith tell you that this is okay does your faith tell you that you need to do this see the God of the Bible the God that I serve the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me okay loves brings peace and is held and holds accountability okay there did God do things that people don't understand absolutely God's understanding is not our understanding there is nothing about God's understanding that we're gonna completely comprehend because God's way up there he lives in a supernatural dimension, and we, one, see his effects. We pray to him. We feel him, see him, know him, see the blessings, and know that he's around like the wind the air. But we don't go and say, oh, there's God right there. We love God's creation. The animals, the wilderness, the natural of life is God's creation. Does God create, help people invent and create? Yeah, because times change. Got to keep up with the times. Point being is that if we've served the same God and believed in the same God, the God of the Bible, the God that's in this wonderful 66 book library is nothing more than pure love, pure peace, and pure accountability. That's what salvation is. Accountability. You can't be accountable to the law. How can you be accountable to the Lord? The law will have no mercy, the Lord has mercy. It's not that you can sin freely and God's going to accept you as much as is you being accountable for what you do and as forgiveness and love and because th- you love him he loves you and because he loves you you love him so we have to get at the mind state that because he loves us that we can do whatever we want whenever we want to do it yes we are a free choice he Jesus God is the biggest Democrat Republican you could ever think, and independent you can ever believe he's all three he gives you choice but he wants to protect life. We can't have it both. We have to have one or the other. Either we have a Republican or Democrat. Pro-life, pro-choice, so to speak. How about we have both? You choose life, or you choose death. You choose Jesus, which is the Son of God, or you choose death and you let the you love the world and eventually you get to go. To a place that's not so pretty. You let Satan run you. Which is very easy because he's all over TV. He's all over media. He's music, movies. He's in everything. He's easy to do. He's easy to be a part of. He is, Satan is what you call the captain of convenience. If it's convenient, typically it's because Satan's in charge of it. I'm not going to give him that L word because that's what he wants to be called. That's what he wants you to refer to him. I call him Satan because Satan is always hate. He is the captain of hate. He is the captain, the admiral, the head man in charge of hate. It gets no more hateful than him. He is absolute hate. He runs the crust of the earth. Convenience. He's Captain Convenience. He is the easy way out. He is the back door slider. He is the he is the cut corners to to for for, to get through it. He gets around things. He don't go through things. He don't want to deal with things. He rather just skate around it. When you have God in your life, and because He loved us, and by His good grace. He gives us eternal encouragement and hope. We pray to Him, ask Him. He will make a way out of things. He will give you a door, an opportunity to move forward, to get out of there. Someone might do something for you to help you through this. You might get a, you know, like I mean, I I, I was in the DMV twice in the last week, and boom, 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 moved people. I had I I made acquaintances. I I everything moved slow, uh, very smoothly. Got my truck registered. Got my niece's ID. Uh updated smoothly. People notice it. People know God's in me. People know Jesus Christ is in me. People know I am I people may not may not put the Pentecost name on me, but they know that the Spirit's running running rapid on me. Because I believe I know it exists. And that's what this is about. Who loved us? Who loved us? Who loved us? Us, he loved first you love therefore you do may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his good grace gave us eternal hope and occur- encouragement and hope may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us by his good grace our grace good gave us eternal encouragement and hope. Second Thessalonians two sixteen and 17 Now may our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father whom loved us and gave us everything everlasting con- con- consolation and encouragement and well-founded hope through His grace unmerited favor unmerited favor unmerited favor comfort and encouragement Encourage, comfort, and encourage your hearts, and strengthen them, make them steadfast, and keep them unwavering in every good work and word. Don't let your heart waver. Don't let your your faith waver. Easy said and done, I know, but when things get... Satan hates. Satan hates, I can say that with all theological and mental mentality, Satan hates glossolalia. He hates it, speaking in tongues, because he can't understand it. He does not understand glossolalia because there is no actual pronunciation of words. Every time I speak glossolalia, glossolalia, it's a different tone a different way jesus thank you depending on the mood depending on the situation depending on where I'm at whether I'm in church whether I'm here in the office and studios whether I'm in the front room whether I'm in my truck it depends on where I'm at and it depends on how i feel it comes out differently but it's all the same lelia it's almost like the Holy Spirit encompasses you and you can't get the pronunciations out. The words don't come out properly because it's over consuming. You have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's freedom. There is no restrictions. That means that this is a language that God only understands because it's you to God. If you speak it, God bless you. That is a power that you have that God has given you to speak to him directly without having to worry about the hating Satan that that is, that is trying to get you. When you speak our unedification words, you are speaking death into the world. You got to keep your tongue tied, speak only edifying, and if you have something to say about somebody, like, what are you talking about? I'm good. You got it out. It's hard. I know I'm telling you because I understand how hard it is, but it's something that we must try to practice. He who loved us. Fantastic word today, fantastic word today, fantastic. Father, I pray for every single person listening to this podcast right now, every single beloved person out there listening to this podcast, Father, I ask you right now, Father, just to protect them, Bring the Holy Spirit into that situation right now, whatever they're going through, Father. We are to look to you, be guided by you, trust in you, be loved by you, and understand you to the best of our ability. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the comfort you're gonna to give to those who need it. Thank you for the salvation to those who need it. Father, you loved us, therefore we love you. We don't do things out of obedience, we do things out of love. Just like a marriage, just like a friendship, you do for a person because you love, therefore you do. You do not do things because you're a dog and you're obedient. A dog is not a human being. We're we're made in the likeness of you. We're made in the likeness of our Father. We are the image of Jesus Christ and God. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit that strengthens us by way of the Holy Spirit. We are to love, be there for each other, help each other, put ourselves in the back burner, God got you. If you're doing it for the glory of God, thank you Jesus and you do it for his glory and you let people know Jesus loves you and you hand it to them, they have no reason to doubt you. They may not not accept it right away but your seeds of encouragement, love, peace, and accountability will dictate it and they will see it and they will feel it by way of the Holy Spirit. Remember, secret Ministries, see Restoration and Progress is all about love, peace, and accountability. Pentecost because He paid it. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit because He paid the price for us to have it. He gave us the opportunity for forgiveness and redemption and He gave us the Holy Spirit to be able to perform miracles when He is not here in the physical form. And that was 2020 years ago, 33 AD's when all this changed. You understand? We have a gift that God himself, Jesus made sure God brought it down and gave us the Pentecost. He paid the price for us to have that. So we are going to, we are supposed to and going to honor him by doing the things that help, love, cherish, complete and conquer. Make sense? Okay, Father thank you Father thank you for the time thank you for the moment thank you for the word thank you for the spirit thank you for the, the encouragement thank you for the love because you who loved us first by God's good grace God's riches that Christ expands the eternal encouragement and cope we thank you for that and we ask you Father just to bless everyone who listens to this podcast the blue book <clears throat> and we, we ask that Father you do wonderful works for everyone who calls out to your name and even those who don't call it your name, show them, show them that you, it's you that do these things. These positive, hopeful, helpful, eternal encouragement things. Guys, definitely follow us on social media. We are at 8LU8OK or 8LU8OK.com. Check us out. We're on social media. We're on all most major podcast forms. Email us for for prayer, comments, and questions, we're always open for that. And definitely share your story with us. If you hear this, you want to share your story, definitely do so. Remember, the blue book is not exclusive, but inclusive, and is not inclusive, but exclusive. It's the way, okay? We are about restoration, Pentecost, because He paid it. The Spirit flows on this show, and it's a beautiful, beautiful message. So, remember. He loved you first. Therefore, you love him back. Okay? Fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. (laughs) Until next time. (laughs) And until next time. Jesus
1: Strong